Activision is in the house and is now officially owned by Microsoft. Welcome, everybody. We're the X1 Bros. This is your positive gaming and Xbox community. And Xbox is just absolutely rocking the gaming world. This week is got to be one of the biggest weeks in gaming, uh, at least in the history of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah. Xbox gamers, it was an absolutely giant week. And let's just jump into the discussion. So Activision purchased by Microsoft. That's Activision Blizzard. So we get and, all those titles. And King. And King. Yes. Jordan. Three different studios. Jordan, give me your initial thoughts, reaction when you heard the news. Where were you when you first heard, saw the news? I was laying on my couch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty yeah. epic. Yeah, wow. And, and good thing I was already laying down because, you know, that was, it was huge. It was like, at first you almost didn't believe it. You're like, what? It still doesn't really? feel real. Yeah. It really doesn't. Microsoft now owns Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, Call of Duty, Spyro. or I guess, you know, proper terminology will own as soon as all the deal goes through. Yeah. But, but I have... I don't have any reservations. I think the deal's going to go through. I don't think any of the antitrust stuff is going to stop no, it. No, that's I stupid. Yeah, I don't. You don't. You don't make that announcement. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. If you're a giant, multi-billion, one of the top businesses in the world, you don't make an announcement until everything is set to go. It's not a worry. You've you've yeah. uh, you've lubed the wheels and greased <laughs> the bureaucracy so that everything can pass. You've donated to a few campaigns. You've donated to who you need to <laughs> yeah, donate then, to. Then you've, uh, you've got it all you've going. You've got it figured out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. But uh, no, I was I was in shock. I almost still am. Yeah. Yeah. Initial reaction. Uh, shock. No, I mean like and thoughts. he still is. Yeah, he thoughts. still am. Yeah, I almost I mean, still uh, on it. Well, excitement because now how many games are we getting that are now going to be on Game Pass? Oh, and I'm everything. not just talking about I'm not just talking about new games. No. Activision has a huge backlog. Tony Hawk Pro Skater, Woo! the the one and two, one and two, all the other ones that they now own. Bring them all to Game Pass. Basically, you remember what they did to Bethesda when they bought Bethesda? They trickled in games from Game Pass, and then as soon as that deal went all the way through, yeah. or it seemed like it anyway. Uh, we just got a whole bunch of stuff, including backlog stuff, older games. It was it was great, and I think that and Activision has a much bigger catalog. My wife was actually excited because she used to play a game called Ronnie's Fun Screen. Oh, okay. And it's made by Activision. Never heard of it. Yeah, neither have I. Uh, she's not a real gamer, so I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but she's excited. But she was like, she the first I told her this, and she was like, "Do you think they'll bring Ronnie's Fun Screen to the Xbox?" And I said, "Well, I guess anything's possible." So maybe, so you maybe. know, so, yeah. hey, if anybody's listening at Microsoft that now owns Activision, Ronnie's fun screen could come to game. There Pass. you go. Uh, McSpicy, where were you when you first heard the news? The uh, great news of 2020. I was upstairs in that room over there. Oh, yeah. 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 That's where I was. And initial reaction, thoughts, impressions. Oh, I went. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. Holy oh goodness. Wow, that's that's a lot of dollars. Took, took the wind out and, of you. Yeah. Uh, and it's all in cash? Yeah, and, and then I immediately thought, all right, Hearthstone on my Xbox. Yes. And, and then I immediately went, maybe we'll get a Lost Vikings reboot. Yeah, Ooh, that's yeah. right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot. Uh, and then I started thinking about the whole, how it's actually a really, really, really good move for the industry. Because with Blizzard's whole controversy spiral down the the you know, they're just it's just like watching someone fall down in slow motion uh, over the course of like three years blizzard has just been having problems after problems a lot of the uh their core fans started leaving them you know just we were all disheartened because of everything that kept happening there's just mistake after mistake and why this is such a good thing for the industry is all the all these IPs that could have just been basically destroyed. I mean, like the Twinkie. Remember when the Twinkies went out? Yeah. And everybody got nervous. Oh no, we're not going to have Twinkie? tw where's Twinkies anymore. And then somebody came in and snatched it, and then we could stuff Twinkies. Um, <laughs> no, it's kind of like you know, Microsoft is like the what is it, the fatherly the adult, figure, the, adult in the, the room. parent. Let's say, let's say parent in this case. They're the parent. They're okay. Come here. All right. We're going to make things right, and all these IPs are now basically saved. Yeah. They're not going to fall under the cracks. They're not, you know, does that make sense yeah. what I'm no, trying yeah. to say? Absolutely. And so we're still going to have these great games that we love, may even have uh, iterations of it later, like the Lost Vikings, like a StarCraft Three that... Uh 
probably could never have happened otherwise. I have real quick, real quick. Sorry, talking about the downward spiral. I just have to mention David Brownfield in chat says the downward spiro. Ah, that was good. I have a conspiracy theory. Give me your conspiracy. I think the reason I'm just, I'm throwing this out there again. Throw if anybody's there. listening at Microsoft, take this idea and roll with it. Roll For free ideas. I think they bought Activision because they're going to make their own version of a Super Smash Brothers. Oh, I would like that. Yeah. Wait, explain, explain that, explain that. Well, because now you have like over a hundred IPs of different characters that you can just throw in there. Which we talked about this on our emergency podcast yeah. during the week. Yeah. How funny is it that they just acquired some you of put Crash set, in there? Some of Sony's old old mascots. mascots. Yeah. Like, Crash. do you know what you could do? Okay, I was actually thinking about this. Do you remember? You know? Do you remember the 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 Verizon guy was he? He's the Verizon guy. Yeah, yeah and then now sprint. he's the Sprint guy. Yeah, and he and that whole commercial was like, I used to be with these guys, but now I know the right place to be is with these guys. And they just bought that actor. This is kind of this. They could totally be like, I was with these guys, and now I'm with the more powerful console. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So that's what's happening. So that, the giant it, super smash. The irony behind <laughs> this whole purchase was just to make that yeah, one just, game. Just, just to make one just game. Just yeah. Make one that game. one commercial where where yeah. where yeah, Crash comes in and goes, "Hey, I'm uh, with the I'm with the better console now." Real quick in chat, Psychotic says, "I was in my doctor's office when I first heard it saying what the and then my wife hit me." Uh Fraud says, "I saw the headline on on my Google News feed, then forgot to follow up on it. Then my gaming buddy at work reminded me." Hilarious. I mean, I don't think I will. I was at work myself early in the morning, well, and, and, and then and then Twitter. I like I have Twitter up because of part of my job, and all of a sudden, boo, 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 I'm like, what? What is happening? And I yeah, no, like, it's it's when well, we haven't said it yet, but for those that don't know, they bought them for sixty eight billion dollars with a all B. cash round up. It was yeah, 69. 70, yeah, 70 billion. Uh, 70, 70 with tax. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, okay, at these kind of deals, is there like, you know what, realtors get like a 1% commission? Oh, everybody and their mother probably takes a little bit off the top for something. Lawyers well, and... Well, that's what I'm saying. Is it a percentage thing? Because at 68 billion, isn't 1% of 68 billion... 6 million. Six million dollars for or just sixty million. I think it's sixty million, 60 million just to get somebody to sign the and sign a real paper is what three <laughs> percent. Yeah, <laughs> like is there somebody like in this that's like putting on the sunglasses? Da 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 da. Uh, lawyers, you know, lawyers. Oh damn, man, a giant law firm. I want to be that person that Some just for for like a for like what like three months work maybe with making sure all the paperwork's good that you walk away with 60 million dollars some giant yeah. announcement i well, i and, want that and another thing it says is microsoft and xbox is not going anywhere anytime soon i mean i think that amount of money is proof enough that they're in it for the long haul yeah i think it shows how serious yeah. they are about game pass this entire deal a lot of people speculation about what's going to be exclusive what's not going to be exclusive i think all of that's irrelevant because what is going to happen is all of these games are going to be on Game Pass, mm -hmm. and there's going to be value there. You talk about the greatest value in gaming today. Now imagine after this deal goes through the how big this is. But I Put this in perspective. We talked about this earlier this week. This is Call of Duty is PlayStation's number two most popular game. Mm -hmm. Right off the bat. Phil Spencer, actually, what do you think about this? Phil Spencer came out uh, uh, yesterday. Tweet? Oh my gosh, hold up, hold up, David. Okay, go ahead. It's 1% is 680 million. <laughs> well, we were able, we were off by, I want to be that by a guy. whole decimal. <laughs> yeah. 600, thank you chat for the the yeah. the quick math lesson. We were off by a whole decimal. That's why we're not math now, people. 600 million is far better than 68 yes. 68. Nate million. did indeed do the monster math thank there you. for us. I actually yeah. I saw that in chat and then I pulled up my calculator <laughs> over here and I'm like Oh my gosh! So that, guy, that person made out big. All right, sorry. So David. Uh, Phil Spencer tweeted out uh, that he had a good call with these this week with the leaders at Sony, and he confirmed. Can I just read it out loud yeah, to everybody? Yeah, he says, uh, "I confirmed our intent to honor all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony is an important part of our industry, and we value our relationship." Now this this I think people are reading into this and it's it's very specific language. Um, for instance, the word existing. 
Yeah. It's the same thing that happened with Bethesda. We will honor any existing deals. Eventually, all these games, I believe, are going to go exclusive. Yeah. Um, now, ex- with the exception of, I think, Warzone, Warzone is going to be treated like a Minecraft or a yeah. Fortnite and will just always be on all platforms. Yeah. But Call of Duty main... No, I, I, I think you're right. And I mean, it's like it says, it's interesting that he says all existing agreements and then he talks about Call of Duty. So I think they're like this year's Call of Duty. And I would guess even next year's Call of Duty will probably go both or all systems because I assume next year's Call of Duty is pretty far in production as well. Yeah. But I think maybe what 2024 Call of Duty, I think you're right. I think eventually mainline Call of Duty goes Game Pass only. So not necessarily Xbox console exclusive, but Game Pass exclusive. And then Warzone stays everywhere. No, yeah. It's, it, it, you know. There is no such thing as console wars. In fact, so let me yeah. let me read this from It's Mint. This is one of his questions that he wrote in on our mail sec. He said, hey, bros, as always, I look forward to tonight's show. Thank you, It's Mint. Obviously, there's only one topic of discussion, so I will leave you with this. Quote, it's not a console war. It's a games war. Discuss. I think he's one. The, the console war is over. Microsoft just shut the door on the console war. It is a games war. Yeah. It is a game subscription war. And right now, Microsoft has no competition. We know PlayStation is jumping into the ring um, and will announce their subscription service. This deal, I mean, just puts mm-hmm. Microsoft so far ahead of any competition. It's going to be interesting to see what like a PlayStation does in yeah. response to this. Because I yeah. do think if you're going to jump into the, subscription, into the subscription space, you do need to respond. What will their response be? Micro or Phil Spencer having this call with Sony, I also think indicates a shifting of leadership in the gaming industry. Sony, I think, has been viewed as the leader, even even throughout the 360. I think Sony is seen as as the more mature gaming company uh, with with how successful Microsoft did with the 360. If you remember, Sony caught up by the end of that generation. They did. Yeah, they did. And then just dominated last generation. Funny enough, I think it was with PlayStation 2s that helped them catch up. Yeah. Yeah. And... With this, so with this, I think Sony has always been seen as like, Microsoft is competing with Sony. Sony's not necessarily competing with Microsoft. I think there's a shifting of, of leadership in the landscape. I think that that phone call represents that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think it's really interesting. Yeah. Also, do you think Game Pass, do you have leverage to put Game Pass on, on PlayStation or is that just crazy talk? Well, if, if you get Game Pass on PlayStation, do you think that defeats the purpose of PlayStation? Defeats the purpose. What do you? Well, I, do you, I don't know. Maybe that's. I mean, a bad, what, I mean, I that know. is a philosophical <laughs> yeah. question. Well, no. What I mean, is maybe the that's, purpose that's, that's of from probably that, it, it, I don't know. It made sense in my head. Like, if if Sony allows Game Pass on PlayStation, do you think that's like? I guess what's the word for it? game over? You know what I mean? Like, no, I, I don't think. I don't. Think I mean, they still have their. Put it on there. No, their I don't. Sco- I don't think they would either. I think what's. I think what's going to be an uphill battle for Sony after this acquisition is. If the rumors about Project Spartacus are true and what they're going to do um, with their streaming service, because if you're Microsoft um, and I think there was a question in chat earlier, a good question uh, saying uh, you wouldn't have Sony pay for COD. And I would say, why? Why make them pay for it when you can just put it on your Game Pass? And no, here's, you know. here's the thing with with Warzone. Warzone is just a cash cow. Yeah. And you want that well, to so be is a, Call of you Duty, want that though. to be as many places as you can. But Call of Duty campaign, I think you put behind Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And you give some kind of benefit for for Warzone even being yeah. on Game Pass. Like, yeah, you can play Warzone anywhere, but you get, you know, 25 free levels if you play on Game Pass yeah. every season. Yeah. I don't know. Spicy. Give me your thoughts on it's no longer a console war, it's a game war. I mean, here's the thing with with Sony. They are an exclusive game uh, console like they like their single player campaigns uh, are you can't you can't really beat them. You well, know, I agree with that. Yeah, God yeah, of they're, War, Spider Man. Really We've talked about it a lot on the show. Zero Dawn. Days yeah. Horizon. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't think that's. I mean that's still that's still a great strength. A lot of a lot of people love those games, me included. I think that's a really really great strength. So I don't just saying that they've lost is I don't know if I totally agree with Well, so that. I don't think I don't think it's saying that they've lost. I think Wait, what do you mean? Well, so the console war is over. It's now a game game So war. explain that then cuz maybe I don't understand what that because, means. So for instance, Xbox is not concerned about selling consoles. They're concerned about selling Game Pass subscriptions. 
Correct. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sony exactly. is jumping into that as well in March, probably. That that looks the way to be where the future is going. I mean, we already do it with television, movies, every other entertainment, music. It just makes sense that gaming is that. Um, and so it's all about who has the the best game options on their subscription service. Okay. And Sony, like you said, has a very quality library, obviously, world class, world tier. Yeah. But I think you're not just looking at quantity or quality. You also need quantity. And with this purchase, I mean, you get quality we, and quantity. Yeah, yeah. because would and you've would, got Bethesda and you've got future releases. This will pay off more in the future, five years from now, ten years from now, than the immediate next year. Yeah, well, I mean, because would Microsoft allow those Activision games to be on other subscription services, right? You know, I mean, yeah. look, at, look at Disney. They had all their stuff all over the place, and then they slowly started pulling their stuff yep. back to Disney Plus, right? Yep. I mean, that's just kind of how yeah. it is, you know. I mean, it so. definitely, I mean, this definitely is a a very hard blow to Sony, I mean, I mean, look at the stock of Sony this yeah, last I think week. They lost twenty billion. <laughs> yeah. Well, fun. Look at the stock of Blizzard. <laughs> well, it, it goes it shot, shot up. up. Yeah, and, and funny enough, yeah, Microsoft, Microsoft went down went a little down bit. a little bit. And like, yeah, the the parent brought Microsoft up, pull, the pulled him up, but in doing so, pulled itself <laughs> down yeah. just a little. You know, just uh, a little. Uh, man, yeah, I, Sony definitely. I mean. Microsoft for the last three, I would say, I mean, this probably has been in play for a very, very, very long time. Microsoft got very serious when they were embarrassed uh, like seven years ago. Yeah. They got, they, I mean, since their acquisition, not acquisition, although it's always. Really, since Phil Spencer took over. That's what, exactly what I was going to say. It's been a different feel, a different uh, That's when I, that's when things got serious is when they put Phil Spencer in, in charge. And I, I'm. Everything that Phil has done for the last seven years, I don't even know how long he's uh, he's been the head of Xbox, but we've talked about it before. It's been like this this grease board where they're like, okay, what don't we have? What do we need? Uh, and they were they've just been lining things up, checking things off, methodically going through and and basically playing a chess match and making sure that they 3D were three D chess, three D chess, yeah. And and I feel like Sony, honestly, I get the impression that they kind of felt like they were on top. I mean, I always talk about the purple tie guy, uh, and it, it, he had like a smugness to him that you know I, I like. I like my PlayStation. I like Sony, mm-hmm. but it was just like we can't fail because we're on top type thing. That's kind of the impression I got. Well, and that's that's what happened to Microsoft with the Xbox One. Yeah, they, yeah. they had all that success with the 360 and kind of. And and yeah, I feel lost their way. A little I bit, feel I like it's catch. It has finally kind of caught up to Sony in a very very heavy way. And <clears throat> I, I mean, how long has Game Pass been around now? Is it two three years now? Three years maybe. Three years coming, yeah. up, coming, coming up. Coming up three years. That has been a lot of time for Sony not to do something to kind of. Yeah. Respond. Well, and, I and guess Sony, respond Sony, in, in their way. In Sony's defense, they have done a few things like I guess I don't know if you want to call it under the radar. Like they, they went out and they bought Insomniac. Yeah. So they have Insomniac now. They I <clears throat> rumor is that they locked up Final Rumors, right? That they locked up Final Fantasy for the next little while from Square Enix. Um it's just that and then sixty eight billion dollar acquisitions. It's just I think Microsoft well, is just, that's it's just yeah. not to say that that Insomniac and Square Enix, you know, if if that if the Square Enix stuff is true is not good for Sony, but I think Microsoft I think because Microsoft just bought an entire s- publisher for a lot that's of money, almost, it's taking it's taking, you know, it's 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 yeah. Do you know what's funny? I it's, think it's almost isn't it close to what they're valued at? PlayStation? What? I think PlayStation Sony, I think it's sitting at like eighty billion or something. So like yeah, that. eighty billion. And they just bought somebody worth seven. Because at what you know, everybody was looking at everybody's net worth and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. right? You know. Which is, you know, interesting to to see all that stuff. But I don't know, David, to answer your question, uh I think I think Sony got hurt pretty bad. I think they probably should have started doing some moves before this. And they uh, might be in process of moves we just don't know yeah. about. Well, I'm sure they're definitely having meetings this weekend. 
Yeah, what is that? I, I'm sure they're working on the that? weekend of this week. Yeah, what is that morning like? I wonder. I would love to be a fly on the wall in that. <laughs> yeah, the guy just gets meeting. up and turns on his TV and like, like what? Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, real quick, an- anomalous. Wait, anomalous visions. There we go. In chat says Microsoft should throw money to expanding the reach of Game Pass next, especially here in Asia, particularly. Southeast Asia. Well, I think yeah, actually yeah. Blizzard kind of, in a way, accomplishes that with games like StarCraft. Yeah, Blizzard has a big, big foothold in uh, in Asia, I think. So this is definitely a move towards that for sure. And StarCraft's Mikey Barra went over to to Blizzard. Yeah. Now he's back to Microsoft. Welcome back to Microsoft, <laughs> Mr. Mikey Barra. Yeah. Uh, but this week, someone tweeted at him and said, will you be bringing back StarCraft? And his response... Smiley face emote. That's it. We, and that's and I think there's a reason when you look at Microsoft's announcement, StarCraft is on there. Yeah. And I think the reason is, yeah, it never made sense to me why Blizzard decided to no longer support StarCraft. Money. It, but it's huge. <laughs> yeah, but you make more money with Hearthstone and Warcraft. You know. Yeah, what I mean? but, like, and so I think Overwatch was. I I, think, I do think time, StarCraft gives you that that in. In uh, Korea, for South Korea, for instance, yeah. huge, mm-hmm. huge there. You can jump back into the esports space. I think Microsoft has shown that they want to do that, and that's the direction they're going with Halo and the Pro League right now for, for Halo. I think this is just the beginning of that. Can you imagine if they're firing on all cylinders with esports, Game Pass, and they just own this whole, whole entire ecosystem of gaming? I think they view it all as one, and there's a lot of be- money to be made in esports. Especially esports done right. And StarCraft. I mean, StarCraft can fill stadiums. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, what's exciting about that is, you know, games like StarCraft, even if we, even going back to the classic backlog games, we might get StarCraft and, and Brood War on Game Pass now. Yeah. You Brood know what I mean? War, yeah. I, I would, I, I, what I'm really excited about is, is having those games like StarCraft, which I mean, I already own. But having them come over to Game Pass, any future games coming to Game Pass, what I'm really interested in is what they're going to do with World of Warcraft. And don't we have a question about that? Oh, we have, many, qu- yeah. we have many questions about but, World of Warcraft. Um, real quick, just want to shout out our two Super Chats. OGB Fit says, I would love if Xbox bought Bandai Namco. That is one of the rumors out there. And we'll talk about who they should purchase next. And then Psychotic Kevin says, maybe the new StarCraft is more WoW-based and not real... Uh, t- or sorry. They make, a, they make a StarCraft MMO? Yeah. May- I mean, that was in the rumors as well for a while yeah. from Blizzard. So maybe you never know. But... Uh, to our question on well, where where is our question on well, Jordan? We had so many questions this week. Yeah. Um, in fact, Black Knight just said, uh, "What a time to be alive!" Now with Activision Blizzard acquired by Microsoft, I asked this: Will we see StarCraft three? Spicy, what do you think? Do they do they just support this StarCraft, or do we get a next generation StarCraft? No, we'll definitely get a next generation, and we won't StarCraft. have to wait twenty years. May, well, okay, maybe that, that RTSs. Being- I think are really difficult to develop because of balancing yeah. and a whole bunch of stuff. That I think be- the good ones take time. Yeah. So. yeah. That being said, when StarCraft two came out, it was there was a lot of. I mean, given we were playing a game from the nineties, but there was a lot of awesome features that they added into StarCraft two that really made the quality of life of the game better. Oh yeah. But again, we were playing for a us game casual from the, players. We were playing a game from the nineties. So, <laughs> so there's and there's yeah. Luke Hancock writes in and says, it's been a slow news week, so I guess something really random like, is WoW coming to Xbox? See, that's see, and we've, we've been talking about that. Look, I'm always a fan of MMOs going to as many places as possible because it only helps the MMO community. Final Fantasy, I think, does it the best. They have it on all platforms minus the Xbox, but they don't split their communities. It is all one community. That plays together. If you're playing on a PlayStation, you can play with a PC person, no problem, group up, dungeons, whatever. I really wish ESO would do this. They think, may in the future. Yeah, they, they may. Now that um, they've been acquired by I, Microsoft. I, yeah, I, I really wish they would do this. Um, because if you think about it, it, when you have a game like ESO, you do have one overall community, but then you also have three separate communities. And I, I think joining those communities together just makes the game that much better. It it makes the worlds feel more alive because everybody's, you know, you got a bigger player race to pull from. World of Warcraft come to the console. I would love to see it. I, I think that would be fantastic. I know it's possible off a controller. I've seen someone even in chat talked about the API for many of the, uh, on controllers for many years. I know it's possible. We all know it's possible to put it on the controller because Final Fantasy doesn't. 
and Final Fantasy does it very well, and Final Fantasy has the same UI and a similar amount of abilities that you combine to the controller, and, and it works fine. They, the way they do it, all you need to do is take time and effort and, and spend a couple weeks on it, and you can you can make it, or just copy Final Fantasies. They've already done it for you. Yeah, think about this. You know? This is what blows my mind. So the top three MMOs at any given time are Final Fantasy, World mm-hmm. of Warcraft, and ESO. Microsoft yeah. now owns two of the three. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm again, what I'm very excited about, I hope it does come to the console. I think it would do nothing but benefit World of Warcraft if it comes to the console, whether Microsoft and Activision and Blizzard think it's worth the investment or not. That's what we'll have to wait and find out. But I'm excited to see what they do with World of Warcraft and Game Pass. If if the acquisition goes through and they own it, does World of Warcraft come to Game Pass? I would assume it does. And at that point, does your Game Pass subscription now supplement the World of Warcraft. Oh, most definitely does. You know what That's I mean? How, if I mean, you pay for Game Pass, you automatically have a WoW subscription. So how many... That would be huge. How many players are currently in WoW? Even on their down, they're still in the millions or close yeah, to the I millions? I would assume at least a million. Yeah. But, you know... Imagine that incentive. How many do you pull pull off by saying, hey, it's fourteen ninety nine to subscribe monthly to WoW, or you can take that fourteen ninety nine and subscribe to Game Pass, and you get WoW, and you get all these other games. Yeah. And I think that's... That's exactly what this deal is. Everybody, it this deal is Game Pass, 100%. Yeah. That's all this deal is about. They, I said this, uh, for those of you that don't know, we, we did a, a quick video this week where we all reacted the day that it happened. Mm-hmm. Go check it out on YouTube. But on that video, I said they've, they've Netflixed gaming before any competition came in. Yeah. So Netflix... If, if Netflix would have been creating its own shows and buying production studios and the whole shot before anyone else jumped into the show, Netflix may be the only one alive today. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like Xbox sees that in gaming and has just jumped the ship really quickly yeah. and, and, and has that first mover advantage, unlike unlike anything we've seen in a long time. I mean, wow. Yeah. They have like iPhone first mover advantage type of deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no, it's it's really I'm really excited to see what they do with the PC games like Hearthstone, uh, even Heroes of the Storm. Do we get that on console? I mean, that would that would actually be a very that would that would actually be awesome. I think that game in particular because of the way the camera is and the way your characters move. Do they revive it too? Yeah, that's one that I mean now they had the right MOBA. They had the right idea. The bones were correct there. The implementation wasn't necessarily the best. You could you could fix that and smash it. And Heroes of the Storm would play really well on a controller. I yeah. agree 100%. Because of just the because it, it, it would be a similar setup to like a Diablo type game not cuz they're just they're both like isometric but it would just it would feel really good on the controller. And again, you make that crossplay between PC. I mean, you just you, I, you I, I there's a lot you can do and there's a lot I mean, this is all, you know, you know, hearsay, right? Cuz we don't know exactly what they're going to do or what's going to happen, but it's just exciting to think about. Yeah, shout out to Super Chat. Super Shocker says, "Made it. I can't stand Call of Duty, but with this news, I might free up 75 gigs to download again. It won't be enough. You'll need another yeah, you'll need 25 another gigs yeah, right there. Huge. <laughs> super Shocker, thank you for the Super Chat. Like, that's one game I wouldn't mind if they compressed some of the audio or something like that. Yeah, compress just, it. Who cares? It's just taking up a lot of space. Uh, we've got yeah. a question from both Greg Pabin uh, and Reckham. And they both basically write in and say, who's next? Who, what gets purchased next? I don't know. Well, I mean... Any, everything's on the table now. And and here's the yeah. thing that's crazy. Do you let me ask Spicy this? Do you think this is the last purchase? Oh no, no, yeah, definitely no. not. That's what's I mean, crazy. You you could have thought Bethesda was the last purchase <laughs> yeah. for a measly eight billion. Yeah, measly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's it's. I don't I don't think so. I mean, you still have you still have Bandai Namco. You still have Square Enix. You still have Nintendo. Sega. Yeah, no, the, the the gaming industry is huge, right? Yeah, which again is also why I don't think they're going to have issues with the antitrust laws because I mean think of how many developers and publishers are out there. So you also have Amazon and Google who are now in the space too, which are giant companies. Oh yeah, no, you, you know what I mean. Like I I really don't think you're going to have trouble with those huge. antitrust laws because of how big the gaming space. Oh, yeah, is. Sega. Poker fraud in chat says Sega. That's a really big one because there are Sega has a lot of a IPs. lot of titles. That's a well, lot and of they and got and they got Sonic. Yeah, and they got Sonic. I mean, I mean yeah, come yeah. on. And that is the rumor that has been floating around for a while that it is Sega. That The rumor is, for those of you that uh, are new or haven't listened in a while, the rumor is that Microsoft has been actively pursuing a Japanese publisher, and that they want one in their library. And Sega and Bandai Namco both came up, have come up multiple times. Yeah. 
Um, but Sega in particular has come up, and we we have we even went through their library, and it is hundreds. Maybe what they do is they buy games. they buy Konami, hire Hideo Kojima, and make more Metal Gear Solid games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think a big I think a big ball move, a BDE move. Yeah, would be Square Enix. Yeah. I don't know if it's not yeah. off the table. Also, though, let's say you don't go Japanese. Let's say you go Ubisoft or EA. I think EA might be the bigger move. But the thing is, is I feel like they have such a friendly relationship with EA. Like, why spend money on stuff you already know that you kind of got locked down? It's easier yeah. to sleep with your friend than a stranger. <laughs> and, wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, I, gu- I guess you're right. <laughs> what? Is, is it? Yeah. You're not it wrong. Is. <laughs> it is. I've tested this theory. <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah, I guess you're not wrong. Is so. Yeah. No, know. but think about EA. If if a, if a big purchase like an EA happened, you get FIFA. I mean, that, that alone international huge. Yeah, you get huge, Apex yeah. Legends. You get Battlefield. You own, you own every first person shooter yeah. on the planet. <laughs> You're competing with yourself for you've got Doom, you've got Halo, and you've got Call of yeah, Duty. Maybe might as well throw in Battlefield. At a certain point, I guess you have to start thinking about competing with yourself, right? <laughs> yeah. so. but, but, but with a subscription service, you're not. Yeah. yeah. You're just what you're trying to do with a subscription service, you're not worried about what game outsells which game. You want to have as much variety as possible so that everyone comes, comes into to your, your service. service. Yeah, no, yeah. You, I, I said this during the week. Uh, on our on our emergency show, uh, you want two hundred million people spending twenty bucks on you a month. Exactly, that's what you want. Then exactly. then you become rich. Yeah, or I what? guess they already are rich. You become success more successful. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Anyways, really interesting. I think what's crazy about the question of who do they go for next with this purchase, it's like. I mean, we had joked about well, Activision we, before, and we Blizzard. had we had thought seven billion or eight and, billion was a lot. Of yeah, money. we're thinking there's no way you go above what you did with Bethesda. That's a big that's a big boy deal. That's one of the biggest. Yeah, and they times ten that. Yeah. Literally. Wow. Good math. Yeah. yeah. No, this is this is good. I I think it's it's good for obviously Microsoft and Xbox. I think it's really good for Game Pass. I. Because, like Mark said earlier, I think it's it's good for Blizzard and Activision because I think Microsoft will come in and basically have a basic do's and don'ts list. You know, don't get drunk at work. Yeah. Do work. <laughs> do work. Yeah. That's, don't, you know, don't, that's a good do. Don't harass each other yeah. sexually. Yeah. <laughs> come up with fun ideas for games. You know, just a, a basic do's and don'ts list that, you know, don't. normal... Normal human society really don't, kind of don't publicly throw people who love and play your game and stream to millions of people under the bus. Yeah, yeah, that's that's smart. Do send out happy tweets. Do yeah, do <laughs> encourage more of that. Yeah. So like, don't insult you know, your it's, fans. It's more or less of the basic, you know, everyday do's and don'ts list. Be nice. Yeah, yeah. Poke fraud so. brought up a good point on who do they go after next? Take two. Take Rockstar. two would be huge because Take Two just purchased Zynga. That's right, and they Zynga did. owns the mobile space. I mean, they don't own it, but they are they don't very successful in the mobile space, and that would be huge for yeah. Microsoft. Not that, but you do get you do get uh, sports franchises in there as well as Rocks, Rockstar's Take Two, right? Yep, they're owned by Take Two. You get a lot. I believe Borderlands is, is Gearbox is I think is Gearbox owned by Take Two or does Take Two just publish says they're Gearbox evaluated games. at eleven billion. Let's give them twenty one and call it call yeah. it a day. And it's still probably not that much. Well, they purchased know. no, but they did just purchase Zynga for twelve billion. So, so I don't think Take Two is up for sale. Take Two doesn't make that kind of purchase if they're looking to get out. They make that kind of purchase if they're making if they're looking to to. F- Further their own interests. Yeah, I think so. I think that is yeah. off the table. However, if that happens, that would be that would be huge. That would be absolute. Oh, oh, Zynga was eleven billion. There you go. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, that's what Poker Fraud was saying. Yeah, it's it's exciting. Yeah, that's what they got Zynga for. It's it's exciting for for Game Pass. And I mean, I mean, look, would it be nice if every game was everywhere for everywhere to everybody to play? Yeah, probably. But I don't think that's going to happen. And I think a lot of these games are going to start slowly shifting over to be exclusive to game pass it would also be nice if money grew on trees it would yeah yeah i know exactly right so if you put it this way i said this earlier this week if you have an xbox sitting on your shelf you're in a good spot right now 
Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, good question, Greg and Reckham. Thank you very much for writing in. Eric McKee writes in and says, Longtime listener, first time question. Yeah, oh, right. Eric. He says, Of course, this has to do with the obvious Activision Blizzard acquisition. What I have been running into is finding it hard to actually spend money on games because I know eventually they will probably be on Game Pass. Do you think Microsoft buying game studios the way they have been going is going to hurt the overall sales of games since they will be free to Game Pass subscribers? Love listening each week on my way to work. Keep up the good content. Thank you very much, Eric McKee. Spicy, we talked about this earlier this week. Um, does this hurt overall game sales? Uh, so, no, I'm just going to tell you, I don't think so. And the reason I don't think so is because what... Uh, what basically Microsoft has told us with this model that they've they've gone for, and, and what we what we know about what's happening with this, um, what they have seen is that those that are on Game Pass, remember they're paying money per month to be on Game Pass in the first place, um, and I don't I actually don't know how how they divvy out to their developers uh, the money. I, I I don't know how that works, but we know that there is uh, there is money coming in from the subscription service itself. Now, Microsoft has said that they have found that those that get the game on Game Pass end up spending more money in certain things with uh, within the game than they would have otherwise. So not only are you people ending up paying money for the subscription first, but they are... Uh, for DLC, for example, because you don't get DLC generally in, in Game Pass. Sometimes you get like a Game of the Year edition, which includes all those. But um, you'll they'll, uh, people will end up buying the DLC, etc., and getting more and more things uh, with actual uh, money involved as well. So what I'm trying to say is uh, it's it feels, or not it feels, Microsoft definitely uh, is showing that they, they make more money in this in this model does that make sense yeah. I, I know yeah. i went on a, like a really big uh, well, and, spicy and what they i mean this may change in the future with this acquisition but weren't they saying they still actually make quite a bit of money off yeah purchases like yeah, uh per, like uh, individual, game yeah, individual game purchases yeah oh yeah and that, that's true too yeah and that was i think just this week they said i that, think or yeah the i think this week phil? last week or something yeah was did phil spencer say that uh they make microsoft already still makes the uh, is it their number one source it of is, revenue I believe, I believe so the number one source of revenue is from purchased download digital games this is from the recent new york times interview that Phil yeah Spencer that was did. last year yes. they yeah. talked about it so uh i would to answer that question i don't think i don't think that's the case i think if anything this model increases cash flow like revenue yeah so yeah. No, great question, Eric. I, and I think that's that it kind of goes, it's kind of counterintuitive. But when you think about it, I do think it makes sense because how often do we refer, refer to it? Guys, and it's free on Game Pass. Yeah, even which though is it's funny. It's even a psychology it's, thing. Yeah, even though it's not free on Game Pass. Like you're, you're paying, paying for $15 it. $15 a month. But it's, yeah. just, it's just that you're getting, it feels free because of all the games that you have access to for such a low price. Great question. Um, it's Stu writes in and says, Hey bros, we are all super excited about this latest Xbox acquisition news. But what I want to know is what you bros think is the key thing still missing from Xbox. Oh, I know what it is. I think they, we talked about it earlier in chat today. Um, Microsoft. And I, I do agree with this statement. Microsoft, I think they're getting there, but I don't think they're quite there yet. They don't have anything to compete with Sony's horizon zero dawn, uh, 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 God of War, Uncharted series, uh, even Days Gone. You know th that that single player cinematic story experience. Sony does far better than anybody else in the industry. I think. Yeah, and it's 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 it's. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like the new Halo campaign is awesome, and it was it was my game of the year last year. But the Halo campaign, as awesome as it was, just the cinematic adventure of like uncharted four or god of war is just a it's 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 above and beyond like it's really good and i just don't think microsoft has an answer to that yet yeah i think they're set up for that though yeah with, oh, yeah. yeah with bungie and now with this acquisition what? bungie 
not with Bungie. Um, did I did I miss something? Yeah, yeah. I know. This, this maybe they, check maybe this they buy in. back Bungie. No, sorry, sorry with Bethesda. Got my bees mixed up. Uh, but the well, and wrote, Ninja Theory with, with yeah, Ninja Hope. Theory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Brad LeCompte though wrote about it earlier in chat, and he said, "Still, I don't think Microsoft has that game that rivals." God of War, exactly, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Spider Man. They have a, a lot more of slightly lesser splendid games now. Um, but he says, I hope Fable, Starfield, etc., changes that. Yeah, I think that's spot on. Um, Jordan, I think you're right as well. That that is exactly what what they're missing well, is this iconic, iconic single yeah. player next level. Well, and that's game. why I think Insomniac was such a good purchase because they put out good games. Uh, they they're in charge of they're basically in charge of Marvel and we didn't even mention that uh, Sony has purchased a lot of rights to these Marvel stuffs like Wolverine I mean that's gonna hurt I mean yeah. I have a PlayStation so I'll be playing it but I mean you're yeah. a big fan of Wolverine so you're gonna yeah. get it on the PlayStation 100%, you know what yeah. I mean so I mean Sony I I do think Sony's making moves they they in comparison they seem like smaller moves but they're doing what they do best and that's that single player campaign experience class yeah, yeah, and I yeah think, world class is a good I, word for i think it, yeah. it's more than just being iconic david it, the games themselves just their art they, they are, are the, yeah. you know how like the like god of war all one camera shot starting out on the menu with him about ready to hit the yeah. the tree and that's where the game starts and it's one fluid continuous camera uh, throughout the entirety of the game and the yeah, there's story never a cut. It's and the voice acting, it's it it is a work of art that is far beyond so in, other games. In saying that, we did talk about PlayStation subscription earlier, and what do they do? Can they live off of just those titles with their subscription service? Are I mean, those titles wrong, that, that good? That helps. Yeah, you know that helps a lot. And then you no. got other games that we haven't talked about, like Ghost of Tsushima, which I would. Well, I did buy what again. It, you know. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Spicy. We're going to say something in response. No, when you said, is that enough? It See, with Sony, it has been enough up until now. Interesting. Yeah. It And it's, it's. I mean, it's, they're really, really good. I mean, I think we saw God of War. I could be wrong. I'm just probably going to yeah, throw. It was like four I, years prior to it actually came out, or three they, years. That was their entire E3. It basically was the flagship E3 mo moment for five years running for Sony. They just they put all their cards on that game with obvious, uh, you know, for, for obvious reasons. But I think Sony just, they plant their feet uh, right where these games are, and I think... I think it's a it, I think it's a strong strategy to have these kind of games where you can only play on that system. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That uh we've been told it was the EA guy. I can't remember his name, but he said uh he was uh the head of Xbox before Phil Spencer. I can't remember his name. Oh, Peter Moore. Yes. He said uh good games sell, bad games don't, you know, and 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 good games sell consoles. Mm -hmm. And I think that and is and now subscriptions. Well, yeah, and some, yes, but I think I don't know. It's hard for my brain to to calculate all the you know the numbers in front that that go like that. But it still is a very strong uh, strategy. I feel that you have games like God of War, you have games like Spider Man, you have games like Uncharted, you have games like uh, Last The Last of, of Us. Us. You yeah. have those kind of games that you can only play on a PlayStation. I still feel that that is going to sell consoles. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and, sell, and sell subscription passes more, more, uh, you know. But but see, here's the thing: is that at the level that 200 million people paying you 20 dollars a month has? No, I see, think Call of Duty think, is. Remember the statistic: how many Call of Duty players only play Call of Duty? Yeah, that's and, and yes. how many Call of Duty players, even if they hate what they see, buy the new game? Yeah, you remember when? Yeah. Uh, well, it was the space. Spicy's an ex, a recovering Call of Duty. Addict. I yeah, am. He is, yeah. Yes, yes. Mark, why don't you play this game? No, the Call of Duty came out. Well, I missed like I five years of StarCraft yeah. because yeah. I was just playing Call of Duty. No, but Call of Duty is the number one selling game on the planet, and you now own it. And see, yeah. I think it's more. Yes, having those. Ha yes, having those big boy hitters is important to round out your library. But this Call of Duty, yeah. Now, well, not to mention, you're not just getting Call of Duty. We're talking as if Call of Duty is the the entire thing. You're getting all of these other games. I mean, how many StarCraft players only play StarCraft? How many WoW players only play WoW? Yeah. And yeah. you're getting all of those in 
I think that uh, this is a next level subscription move. See, and I almost wonder, like once once everything goes through and Microsoft is fully in charge and all the uh, pre-existing stuff is over and it, it's it's their call. I, I was just thinking about this this week too. Does Call of Duty stay an annual release, or do you go every other year, kind of thing? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Because because what I was talking about earlier this week. Not only do we have all these games, we have studios like Raven, Beanox, uh, High Moon, right? Who are all support studios on Call of Duty. The what ev- if you took them and let them do their own thing, and then just Infinity Ward and Treyarch just do every two years or something? You know what I mean? You know, go every other year. Yeah, instead like of having a Call of Duty every year, we get a Call of Duty in twenty twenty two, and then we get a Call of Duty in twenty twenty four, and then tw- you know what yeah, I mean? Or something. I mean, like- that's in- that's interesting. And it's probably the best idea. But money, you know. <laughs> but that's the thing. Why do that when you don't need to? Yeah, I guess, you know, uh, you're probably right. Because we, we know that Call of Duty players, like we just discussed, will, will buy, buy it regardless. It regardless. Yeah. So, I don't know, David. So, I think it's I think it's the scalable revenue has just shifted a lot and I think Sony is still probably going to let's say they maintain the same numbers that they're getting I don't think that they're going to even come close to what Microsoft potentially can can grab yeah I would agree with that I'm looking at Call of Duty numbers here right now and what's interesting so this is just on the PlayStation Network remember Call of Duty is the number two sold game on PlayStation uh, 50 then basically what they're saying is data shows that people play, as many people play Call of Duty campaign as play Warzone. Listen to this statistic. 51% of players on PlayStation that start uh, the campaign, complete the first mission. Out of that, 46% of all players who begin the campaign finish the campaign. That's huge. Yeah, that's actually really It's actually big. really good, yeah. yeah. That's, I, I thought it would be a lower number because multiplayer is your, your selling. On top of that, yeah. listen to yeah. this. 47% of players... Who play multiplayer also play campaign. Also a huge number. The average the average person in Call of uh, Call of Duty Warfare or Modern Warfare is monthly ten million. What? The what? The average what? The average monthly player, monthly active player in Call of Duty Warzone is ten million. So so they have a player base of ten, 10, 10 million, million per month. month. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's a big number. Yeah, that's more than a lot of MMOs out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a it's a huge like the and so now you just made all with Call of Duty. You're Microsoft. Just Call of Duty. We're not even talking about World of Warcraft. We're not talking about any any other thing. Anything else that you just obtained in this deal? Just Call of Duty. Those are all potential. Those are all potential customers. What percentage of those do you get? It depends how you how you do your subscription service. Imagine the earning calls. That we're gonna hear about now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whew. That <laughs> makes me feel sad about my life. My life and decisions. how much? How much I don't make. <laughs> yeah, that sums it up for me. Uh, great question. It's Stu. We've got a few questions left. Let's go, Michael Whitman. Michael Whitman writes in and says Microsoft has made some off- awesome purchases, but Sony, Facebook, and now Apple have been reportedly making moves in the VR space. With the amount of Oculus given as gifts this last Christmas, do you think Xbox are concerned? Do you think Microsofts are going to jump in and come out with a new headset? Uh, are they going to use their new studios to develop in the space or continue to no- ignore it altogether? If we had more heavy hitter titles like Valve or Microsoft making AAA VR titles, the space would be a lot better. Why not put Valve on the shopping list as well? Love the show as always, guys. So I actually do think Valve is on the shopping list because yeah, with Valve, I don't, get Steam. I don't think... I think Valve... Two things, because I think Valve talks about money in the billions of revenue per month right so they're they're bigger than you think yeah um and i also think val and and gabe newell who i i I like i think they're too stubborn to sell i i don't think that's their yeah i think they're funny enough i i I just if you if you ever have like seen how steam came to be and and like interviews with like gabe newell so i think they're too stubborn they're not i don't think i mean microsoft may want to buy them I do not think they would ever sell. No. I just don't think Steam would. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, they're too stubborn to sit. Like I, I think And they're already rich. Yeah. And they're what talking about, billions per okay, month. Okay, what about right? what about VR though? Do you think Microsoft needs to get in the VR space? What do you think of that? 
Um, I think the Oculus did. The, the thing is, is like I would like to play um, uh, like VR and stuff and Half Life Alex, but VR is really expensive to jump into. And you have to have a computer that can run it. Well, not anymore with yeah, the new with Oculus. Oculus. I think Facebook. I think I think Facebook's moving in the right direction with it, making it more accessible to everyone. Yeah. And I think once you get that down, then you have the influx of developers coming to it. You have better games coming to it. You you know you you know what I mean. But so does Microsoft need to jump in or no? Uh, well, I mean, if if they just, I think they just wait till someone does it and then buy them. <laughs> I mean, at this point, that's, that's all you really got to really do. I mean, don't get me wrong; I'm sure they're experimenting with. Why stuff. Why waste R and D? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure they're experimenting with stuff. I, I, I mean, yeah, at those company, at, at a company as big as Microsoft, you'd be foolish not to experiment with stuff. And we've seen that with they. They kind of jumped a little bit more into AR with the Hololens, and I, I'm sure they're experimenting with different VR stuff, but. Whether they're doing that just to see how it's working or whether they're doing that because they want to make their own. I don't think they make their own. I, I think they kind of maybe just publish on VR or, again, just wait till VR kind of gets bigger. But I don't know. Yeah. Spicy. It's a hard question. What do you think? Does Do they need to jump into the VR space? Uh, no. Why? Because, all right. I, this is probably my personal bias with <laughs> VR going to shine a little bit. Uh, I've said it a million times. I think VR, for the good games on VR, I feel like you need to be stationary. Uh, unless you have... The exception of like a Beat Saber. No, you're stationary. Oh, you are stationary. You you're are stationary. Moving, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're just moving your hands and you lean. You know, yeah. leaning's okay. Uh, I feel like VR, any game where you walk around or have movement um, with your w movement, not in a cockpit, for example, I feel like it's uh, it's just not a good experience. Your brain does not like the legs not moving, but I'm moving forward thing you get. I get really sick when it when it comes to that, like when I played Minecraft and, and other things. Um, so I think. The games that are really strong with VR, uh, Elite Dangerous would be one Flight of those. Flight Simulator. Flight Simulator. Cockpit games or games where you stand still. I think that right there limits you to what games can be on that platform. And I think that when you limit what kind of games uh, are going to be good on that platform, I think it becomes not, not a place where you can just play all your games on it. It becomes a party trick not not no, not a party trick it becomes a niche um not for everybody type gaming platform and i think that's inherent to what it is it's it's it goes over your eyes and it, it's it, it's not a matter of the games uh you know being whatever they are it's it's a matter of for the game to be fun and not get me sick, I feel like you have to stand still. And I think that limits you from any shooter. I think it limits you from... It, you can do racing games, and I bet it's phenomenal in racing games. Uh, but those kind of games, I feel like it limits. And, and, and because of that alone, I think it's not going to be the go-to platform that people would probably want. Most people would probably want to be able to play all their games on this device or on this and this. Yeah. If you get like the Omni treadmill so you can run around, I've seen those. That defeats. Oh, those are cool. Those are super cool, but rather expensive. The price might come down though. Yeah, for, it might be affordable for like, one day. For like a real Omni treadmill? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at one time, big screen TVs were $10,000. Now, okay. now we all have them. But I mean, when you compare that to just getting a console. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you no, know, it's, true. it's it limits you. So I don't think I think VR is not the future of gaming of mass mass appeal, mass gaming. appeal gaming. Yeah, personal personal. That's my thoughts. Uh, and so I don't I don't think that yeah, I think I think VR where, is super cool and it's definitely a cool experience. But I do think it's I do think it will be in that experience category. Just my own personal assessment. I think the future if it's VR versus AR, for instance, I actually think AR, AR yeah. is much stronger. Yeah, AR AR is different. I yeah. think I think AR is totally a feasible thing. Um, 
But I think that's kind of going to that could probably just be some cool shades you put on while you play your Xbox. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think the struggle is that when it even, removes you from your current setting and it's really hard. It's just a lot of a lot of struggles yeah, there with well, VR. Even, Whereas AR enhances your current setting. Like remember they showed off the Microsoft uh conference, I can't remember what it was, but the Minecraft thing came yeah, up out of the table. Yeah. I think that's more likely to be in the future. The Star Wars chest. Chess, <laughs> chess rather. Yeah. Chesticles, chesticles. Yeah, so. uh, but even Nintendo's been in the AR space for a long time. Do you remember Pokemon? Well, yeah. Do you Pokemon remember? I mean, yeah, AR. but even before then, like on the Game Boy, on, I think was a Game Boy Advance, or it was one of them where you basically scanned a card, and then Mario would pop up, and you'd play a game with him, and it'd be be on your table. Uh, they've done that with they've most recently they did the uh, Mario Kart Live where you race the RC yeah, car around your house, which is actually cool. which is actually really fun. Uh, you guys got it for me for my birthday last Tesla year. Tesla should do that with their Tesla, cars. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, AR has been around a long time, and I think it's it's more it, it's it has more of a mass appeal than VR because of the like you were saying the this you know the sickness I guess that can come with VR. Agreed. That is a great question, Michael Whitman. Thank you very much for that. We do have a couple super chats. Super Shocker writes in and says, "Enough of this game developer talk. When can we expect the Xbox stove? We do have the fridge." Yeah. Where they just, I mean, they were willing to spend a lot of money. Let's get the stove. Let's jump into the appliance arena now. Yeah. You can play Xbox on your fridge with those fridge screens. <laughs> Rescue Rook also left a super chat and says, Happy Friday, bros. With PSVR 2 and Oculus, do you see Microsoft bringing the price down on the HoloLens? He said, I tried to buy one for, uh, for my classroom, or I tried one out for my classroom, but the price of the headset was way too high, $4,500. Yeah, I mean, I think anytime there's a new technology, it's... You, it's going to be really expensive. And as that technology improves and is able to be mass produced, the price will inevitably go down. The The prime example is televisions. It used to be rare. You, like your rich friends used to have a big screen TV. Now you can get one for 300 bucks yeah. and everybody has one in their, in their bedroom. Yeah. So uh, absolutely. Thank you very much for that super chat. Everybody. Um, that reminds me of that back to the future. What was it? Number one or two. Where that was number one. I know exactly yeah, yeah, where saying. he goes. He said something. He goes, he's teasing you. They don't have two TVs. You must be rich. Yeah. Two TVs. Nobody, <laughs> has, two nobody TVs. has two TVs. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, R51 Gaming. This will be our last question. Thank you, everybody. We got so many questions this week. Big it's week. Big week. Uh, R51 Gaming writes in and says, with the amount of great games already on Game Pass and even more to release this year, I find it hard to pull the trigger and buy a new game. Last year, I bought some battle passes and in-game items, but only purchased one game on X, X, Xbox that's Hell Let Loose. If you had to pick one or two games scheduled for release this year to purchase, which would they be? Oh, Elden Ring. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I'm down. That's my that's answer, no too. That's no question. It's yeah. the next one coming out. That's in a month, right? End of February. Yeah, all right. So, Anything else on your shopping list outside of Elden Ring, Jordan the Man, over the Yeah, I'm actually like year. not even seeing anything past Elden Ring right now. What do we got at I the end of this pull year? Up the list. Yeah, I'm because I'm I'm actually just incredibly excited for Elden Ring and what they're doing with the. Uh, I mean, I'm franchise. excited for like Starfield, but that's Game Pass. Yeah, Starfield's Game Pass. A lot of the and you know, um, I don't think we're gonna get Fable this year, but that would be another Game Pass. Uh, you think we'll get? A, I don't think we'll get a Motorsport this year. Because we just had Forza Horizon. Ah, maybe we, we get, might a get a Motorsport. Maybe we get a Motorsport this year, actually. We haven't, it's you know, been a while. They did two f- Horizons did two in a row. Two Horizons in a row, yeah. Um, yeah, what games am I excited? Like I said, I'm blinded by the end of February. because Hogan I Fraud just, says Lego Skywalker. That comes out in April. That I will probably buy because the trailer that came out today was really good, everybody. Uh, Lego Skywalker Saga is coming out on April 5th, I believe. They have a breakdown trailer that's about six, seven minutes. It's really good. What's cool is you can go through every movie, and what it looks like is it looks like every movie is essentially almost a full game. Like it's 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 really crazy how much how much content they're putting in this yeah. game. If if you know, like that's what it looks like right now. We'll see when the game comes out, but uh, and we are getting Dying Light two as well this year. Yeah, that's that's coming out at the beginning of February. I might hold off on that one. Um, but no, there's there's a lot of games coming. Stalker Two got delayed, but isn't that Game Pass? 
Wiz, Will Starker 2 be Game Pass? I think didn't they oh, announce yeah, Xbox it, Series X? Yeah, it is Game Pass. That's right. Yeah, and PC, it's going to be and on Game Starfield's Pass. Starfield's Game Pass, right? Starfield's yeah. Game Pass as well. So uh, I, I'm actually, in, I, I really am excited for Starfield because it's, it's the first new IP from Bethesda in quite some time. And they're doing something different. I mean, it'll probably have your Bethesda feel, open world, but we're going to space where it's something we haven't done in a while from Bethesda. You know, it's ever, I think. I don't think Bethesda's ever gone to space unless you count the Fortress yeah, they of Doom. Shared, they shared their city. Uh, yeah, the main city, city, which is really it's cool. Really- I, I'm just excited for the the universe that that's going to be in. But like I said, right now I'm just I'm focused on Elden Ring. And WB is launching Harry Potter. Don't forget. Yeah, that got delayed, but they still said it's on for 2022. Yes, we also. So I would purchase that. Hell yeah. Also, <laughs> Gotham Knights. That yeah. one looks interesting. The yeah. multi, you know, multiplayer edition of Batman. And beyond. <laughs> Batman. Maybe Batman Beyond will be in it. Yeah. And that's basically oh, uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum. Oh, yeah. That might that actually might be an interesting game. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see more you on it. I know we've seen Gollum. a little bit. We've seen a little bit on it. I'd like to see more on it. But that might be a that might be like an interesting. I watched take. Lord of the Rings recently. And when you forget, they go back and show Gollum's story. And when they put him on screen immediately in my head, I think pedophile. Like he just has that has that look. Like, so I, like so Gollum know. or Smeagol? Smeagol. Or both. Smeagol. I mean, to be honest, both. Smeagol uh, seems like a weird He dude. has that error about him. Yeah, he does. He, he has that. So well, I don't know how you tell that. He does kill his friend. Like, uh, yeah. Right yeah, out of the I game. Mean, well, they're I, fishing. That's not a fishing trip you want to go on. I immediately screams. <laughs> Am I wrong? He drives a van with no windows. You know yeah, he does yeah, that. Yeah. Alan Wake 2 doesn't have a launch date yet. No, I I bet that's not this year. I would say it's not even next year. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I'm I'm always right. You're right. (laughs) You're right. R51 Gaming, that is a great Do you know what's funny, David? The the things you get out of movies. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's that's what you come out with. No, come on. I watched that scene. What? Pedophile, one hundred percent. Immediately, <laughs> immediately yeah. that guy's a pedophile. That dude I thought, is creepy. I don't want my kids around that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but I'm you, right. Am I wrong though? You see is that, that guy? Is, is that, that, that op- yeah, observation yeah. incorrect? I mean, hey, you see that guy at the park? You were calling yeah. the police. You call the cops yeah. on that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's it's so fascinating. Yeah. Like I get far other things out of you know certain scenes and movies than. than what did you, you get out of that scene? Uh, the great camera work, actually. Uh, I did not even notice. I, now that you pointed um, out, you're 100 percent right. Yeah, thank you. Funny enough, he, I he poisons candy. <laughs> he poisons candy. <laughs> he's a weird dude. He's a weird he's dude. A weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. Are you saying, Jordan? I actually always wondered why he grabbed the ring the way he did. I thought that was <laughs> oh odd. the grass. He's well, because like, he's underwater. <sighs> he's underwater. So when you're underwater, you're like grasping at the. I mean, dirt. I would have grabbed it. You can't. No, no, you can't do that underwater. You're grasping the whole. I would like to put dirt. up a science experiment. I you would have. You would have missed it, David. How are you the expert at grabbing rings <laughs> yeah. underwater, dude? I used to play pool games all the time. You know where you like toss stuff under under thing. It's hard to grab stuff underwater. Mm-hmm. You got you like overcompensate. I think it was for the camera shot. It looks better when you grab it like that than when you grab it like this. <laughs> and for everybody listening, yeah. he's yeah, I, uh, I full hand. Fingers yeah, versus let me go wide. Hand. Yeah, so fingers versus a full hand. There's the golem grab, and then there's the smeagol grab. Smeagol grab, and then there's a normal grab of the two fingers. Yeah, maybe three. But. Didn't the ring like change size as well? It, yeah, it always does. Yeah, when, a, to, you know, for its user, whoop, but it only has one true master. Whoop. So really, it only has one true size. That's next level gold. Yeah. Change in size. Yeah. I appreciate that. Mm. It's always trying to find its way home. Yeah. Everybody. True story. What a huge week this week. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you haven't, come join us on Discord. The community is there. It's thriving. Come join us on YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash X1 Bros. We are dropping a couple videos a week regarding gaming news. Long form. If you like that. If you like this, you'll like that. So come and join us. Share with your friends. Come hang out. Have fun. But guys, I'm jumping into Mass Effect. I told you before the show. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. I'm glad. Yeah, just on the way out, fun. I want to let everybody know I'm jumping into Mass Effect. Yeah. Very starting excited. with the first one. It's good. Yeah. It's very, very, very good. But I'm just going main quest, you guys. Advise yeah, main quest and one. any side character you're interested in. Ignore them. No, no. Oh, just just, yeah, just do them. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.